0: When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stenge Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit familylawrepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. It's familylawrepresentation.com. Stenge Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangee Law Firm
1: has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy. 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.
0: This is Action and Ambition, the show that takes you all over the world to share
1: interviews with the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their backstory, get the most important lessons they've learned on their road to success, and hear exclusive tips on how to implement their success in your own life. Action and Ambition is brought to you by Entrepreneur Magazine and your host, Andrew Metal.
0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Action and Ambition Podcast. This is your host, Dominique Linton, and I have another phenomenal guest with me today, Jayesh Sidwani. Jayesh Sidwani is the CEO and co-founder of Command K. And, you know, with companies today, they adopt various strategies to protect their sensitive data secrets, including customer de- details, their financials, intellectual property. But the solutions they use are a combination of do-it-yourself tools. So moreover, these solutions are cobbled together by generalist developers instead of security specialists. So our guest today, Jayesh Zidwani, the CEO and co-founder of Command-K, the all-in-one sensitive data manager that is aiming to solve for this and have raised 3 million seed round to help them. Without further ado, Jayesh, welcome to the show.
1: Hey Dominic, so excited to be here.
0: Of course, of course. Thank you for joining. Where, where are you actually joining from?
1: I am right now in Mountain View.
0: So I'm joining from my conference room. Okay. It's yeah. a nice conference room. For those of you who can't see and listening, uh, this is a nice conference room. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty. <laughs> well, sweet, sweet. <laughs> um, you know, before we get into the details of your intro, uh, could you actually give us a little origin story? Where where were you in the beginning of it all?
1: Yeah. So uh, I've been born and brought up in India in the city called Bombay. Uh, I did my schooling in Bombay. Uh, I graduated around 2011, and that's when the country was going through a massive transformation in the digital era, digital infrastructure. I'd say there was introduction of smartphones that, you know, almost everybody in India could afford and use. And mm-hmm. then pretty soon there was introduction of high-speed internet connection, which meant that, you know, more than 50% of the country suddenly, you know, came online. So what that did was, you know, a lot of a lot of startups that started building products. And I started my career through that phase. So I was fortunate to get a ringside view of how startups evolve. I've seen phase one, phase two, probably phase three generation of startups in India. So that was a lot of learnings. And uh, mm-hmm. through that period, we've now reached to starting my own company. It's actually my second company. I started my first one in 2011, that was a long time ago. Uh, but now we're focusing on Command K. Uh, you know and and we're just building building this product uh, you know for to help companies basically secure their data and be more protected from data breaches and
0: stuff yeah wow that's amazing when did you i guess when command k was being you know created what how did you know that that was the question to be answered in terms of you know giving these companies the rights protection for their for their data
1: yeah absolutely so rohan my co-founder and i we've we've been working as software developers for about 11 odd years now in my previous stint i was working with this company called disney plus hotstar which is a netflix for india mm. and then both rohan and i also worked for a large fintech company again based out of india so across these experiences and also you know talking to a lot of our colleagues in different companies both in the us and in india we realized that You know, uh, people do not give as much importance as they they should to how they secure their sensitive data, right? Mm -hmm. So that was on one end. Uh, You know, oftentimes, companies focus on just growing very fast. They want to deploy feature after feature after feature, right? But what gets ignored is the right time and importance to be given to how securely these products are built, right? So... Mm -hmm. Companies end up with a situation where they have security products layered one on top of the other, on top of the other, and before they realize it is a Lego that's misfit, it just doesn't work out, right? And through the pandemic, what we realized was as companies started adopting digital uh, infrastructure more, uh, Mm -hmm. there's also a rise in hackers, you know, trying to find all sorts of vulnerabilities in your infrastructure, right? And what that led to was, you know, companies right, left, and center being exposed to data breaches, vulnerabilities, companies held to ransom, right? And, you know, there's this report uh, that came out in 2022, and uh, this report focuses on how data breach incidents have been impacting companies. And, you know, the interesting fact is on an average, companies end up losing, you know, about a $5 million per instance of a data breach, right? And that's how costly this affair is. So one thing that was very clear for us was companies can no more, you know, think about data data bridges lightly. They have to build infrastructure. And we also realized that building this infrastructure is not easy. It is fairly complex. We need super smart engineers who've done it at least once in the past to come and build a great product. That's how we saw an opportunity. We said that, hey, you know what? We can build an infrastructure and and we've done it in the past with the companies we worked at. We can build this infrastructure and we give it to the companies and say that, hey, you know what, just take this infrastructure and you're instantly ready, you know, with protecting your sensitive data. And that is the objective That, that led us to building this company and focusing on it full time.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially in today's world, it's so essential. With technology advancing, these hackers are only advancing as well. They're getting new toys in a, in a sense, you know, yeah. and it's super important for companies like you to really help everyone keep their data sensitive. Is this more of a, um, like you mentioned, it's more of a platform or is it also like an incident response type of a service that you provide as well, like cybersecurity in general, where you have people on the clock who are, you know there to monitor client servers.
1: It's actually the former. Uh, we're mm-hmm. building a product. we're building a platform. So it is entirely self served platform. Uh, our product is used by developers in various companies. Mm, okay, very fast. you know uh, the some of some of the early customers that we have are companies operating in regulated markets such as Fintech, crypto, or you know a public list company uh, and such. And we've also seen on the other spectrum companies, you know, who've crossed series B, who are ramping very hard on more user growth, uh, but now also have to be sensitive about uh, data protection, right? And and within these companies, developers, you know, use our product, uh, they integrate it with their infrastructure, and then we help them product, product the, uh, you know, uh, product the data. Now, while we, of course, do not have, you know, people sitting on the clock monitoring mm. customers, uh, in a security posture, but we do have people who we actually have developers who support these other developers in mm. other organization and ensure that our developers you know uh, really build a great product, you know and and uh, we want to be their champion in their journey to protect the data. right? So yeah. from that point of view, we do have you know developers in our company that work with you know developers in your company, but we are not you know a services company where we would you know have people constantly monitoring. Monitoring your your stuff, we we'd rather have you use our product and product yourself. Uh, yeah, you know, by by yourself.
0: Wow, that's such a that's really cool. That it's you know it's something that it that they could really put into their own servers and system themselves instead of having to have someone you know monitoring the environment twenty four seven. And that shows how powerful you know it is what it is that you're doing. And, you know, with that being said, what are some new, what are like next steps that are necessary for this type of industry?
1: I believe this industry is just getting started. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it is, it has become a lot more easier to write software. It's become yeah. very, you know, the, the barrier to into the software engineering profession is coming down by the day. So more software we write faster, we ship the software to production, we're going to generate tons of new data, right? And mm-hmm. and this data is now being generated in multiple different forms. You know, for a very long time, you know, we would care about data stored in just a database, mm-hmm. but with the advancement in AI, you know, our data is in images as well. Our data is in video as well. There's a lot of sensitive data kept everywhere, right? Uh, with the advancement of cloud, there are numerous places now where you could store this data, unlike mm-hmm. the olden days where it was super simple. One database, you know where it is and you just go find everything you want from there. But now you would have some data in database, some in S3, some in, you know, different SaaS companies, you know, that you're using. So there's a massive proliferation of, of data, right? So that is only complicating this landscape further. The other pivot, the other advancement that we see is happening is, and and yeah, we still have to see how this develops, but you know, a lot of front-end engineers are now capable enough to, you know, ship a full-fledged end-to-end product all by themselves. You've seen companies like Superbase, Railway, etc., that enable the front-end developers with all the muscle that's required to, you know, build build the back end without them wanting to learn about all of that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that just means that. You know we'll have a lot of full stack engineers who've not worked on backend, you know side of things yeah. you know who who would need additional support additional you know care to figure out how the back-end side of infrastructure works so so now now you know all of this put together where yeah. you are at is easy software more data proliferation, proliferation of data and you want to support these you know full stack engineers to manage this data properly right and if you don't do it you always have these hackers lurking around trying to find vulnerabilities to take away all of that right where we've also reached is you know i I talked to a lot of you know founder friends a lot of friends you know who who are vps and execs at multiple companies Mm -hmm. nobody's so worried about data today as as much as you know like you know they've been ever worried about it right and today you know code is not as important as as your data is right even if your code is compromised I hope it never is compromised right but if the yeah. code is compromised it wouldn't impact me much as as much as the data compromise would right if a data is compromised my company is shut right mm-hmm. that's how critical our data has become right so those are some of the tailwinds you know that we're seeing are, yeah. are now sort of you know manifesting that's you know making the whole infrastructure more complex.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sounds very, it's such an intricate, complex industry in it, itself that it seems like it's just such a, not I wouldn't, I don't want to say headache because it's what you have to deal with, but <laughs> it just sounds like so much to have to really keep an eye on and make sure that you're keeping all your tabs on. Um, and, you know, with all the sensitive data that you do deal with, um, how much of it in terms of when you get new clients, how much would you say is it vital that you first build that relationship with your client before you even offer your services?
1: Very much. Uh, A product like ours is sold more on trust than on anything else. Uh, And that's true for security in general, right? If you want to uh, partner with somebody who... A product or a company that's, that's supposed to tell you how secure you are or how secure you could be you want to trust that company first you want to trust the people you want to see faces and trust them before you could use them right so it it is very important uh but i also feel trust in this this era is not just you know showing up you know uh at, at meetings showing up for coffee uh, for dinner etc trust could also be established by being super transparent about what you're doing Right. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. you know you could open source code you could write a lot about how you're building things how you operate as a team right show up at meetups you know talk to people without any agenda of you know selling your product to right Uh, and I think we, at least we do all of that you know we want to genuinely help the developers on the other side and and I think that's that's table stakes Uh, you know today if if you have to empathize with the developer, with the company first, you know, and then then mm-hmm. think about you know just giving them your product uh, that could simplify, right? Uh, so I think from that point of view, yes, trust is super important. Building a relationship is massively important. Caring for the problem that company and the developers have is also very important.
0: Yeah, have you ever had where the opposites happen, where the client doesn't want to share as much information with you, uh, even though it's your job to Maybe no, or like as much information as you can.
1: It it does happen, uh. But I do believe at least for for us, all the cases have been cases where we've had a cold start, where you know, uh, sometimes you know you're not trusted, uh, immediately. So you have to do more work. You have to prove that you know there's a genuine mm. face behind this uh, company trying to help you, right? Uh, but. Yeah, it's, it's it's important for the company to you know share how how they're struggling with managing data and understand how we can help them manage that better for us to be able to help them properly. So yeah I think it is just investment of more time you know in the, in the in the earlier days companies are not very open but then the more time we spend uh, with them, you know things things just get better at times have just gone you know, uh, showed up myself in, in the company office, you know, like, Hey, maybe Zoom's yeah. not working. Let's let's talk in person. Let, let me tell you, you know, what we're doing, why we're doing. Right. Uh, that helps, but you know, sometimes that also doesn't help. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a mix of mix of both.
0: Yeah. That sounds, that would be tough, but it also makes sense. Um, and, you know, with all that you're doing, What are some of the most important parts, but also the things that people don't know about being an entrepreneur and running your own company? What are some key aspects that you really have to, you know, juggle Mm -hmm. and stay afloat?
1: Yeah. So, you know, my my learnings have, uh, you know, often engineer turned entrepreneur. Now, both Rohan and I are engineers. And uh, once you started the company, of course, you ensure that we divide responsibility so that each one of us can focus deep into specific areas. But yeah, whatever I say is going to be applicable to engineers only. Mm-hmm. You know, uh the the biggest thing I've realized is we engineers love to build and uh, we feel that if if we think a problem is too complicated to solve, it can become a successful business, right? Um but that's not true, right? Uh, mm-hmm. and now that, you know, we've spent a lot of time building product, you've realized, you know, at least my belief is knowing that you have to build a rocket is much, much more difficult than actually building a rocket, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing what you want to build is is multiple things. It's not just understanding what the problem is. It's also understanding who the problem is for, right? And if it's a problem for a, you know, specific persona within a mm-hmm. company, why would that person care to use a solution? Right? Is that, is a solution helping that person become a become more productive? Is it helping them save more cost? Right? And yeah. even if it solves that, how urgent is it for that person to drop everything else that they're doing and use your solution? Right? And mm-hmm. it, is, it is multidimensional from that point of view, right? Uh, so, if I were to start again, I would not write a single line of code until I would have had this, you know, a matrix, you know, in my mind that would give me some confidence that, hey, you know what, it's not just about writing this complex code, but I, I now know who I want to go sell this to and how am I going to make the life better instantly, right? So yeah, yeah that that's my biggest learning uh, so far.
0: That's a big one. I mean, that's uh, it's it, there's always I feel the entrepreneur world, there's always so much that you have to consider. And it's a lot of adapting and a lot of being willing to learn uh, every day and just willingness to grow. It seems like it seems like you really have to have a threshold for, you know, just continuous hours and making sure that you're putting in the work.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. Like you, you, you're right. It's, it's adapting to your situation. All the time, right? yeah. You know, uh, oftentimes we believe that the idea that we have on day zero before starting up is actually the idea that stays with you forever. But it is not, right? At least in the initial yeah. days, you know, two, three months, six months, you are out there in the weeds trying to figure out what actually is the problem, and and you can't, you can't be married to a problem, right? You have to constantly adapt, like like you said, right? See what what your customers want, and mm-hmm. just just be malleable from that point of view. Just just be okay to you know change your direction and really solve. Uh, you know the, the, the exact problem.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I and I do understand too that you're, uh, in not your not too early stages, but still somewhat early stages. Um, how big is the team so far?
1: Yeah. So we are we are a very small team. Uh, mm-hmm. All of us are engineers. We are seven of us. Uh, oh, wow. And everybody practically codes. All of mm-hmm. all of the people you've hired are people you've worked with in the past. Yeah. Right. Uh. And yeah, we're growing now, but uh, for a product like ours, for a company like ours, you wouldn't be like a big fifty, hundred member team very, mm, very soon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we want to grow to you know about twelve to fifteen uh, this year. Most uh, so, of uh, the new hires will also be engineers.
0: Nice, sweet. And I guess you know, in terms of when this will be fully launched, is there an ideal uh, date for that, or is that something to be saved later on? For later on
1: yeah yeah. so uh look we, we will be in private beta for three more quarters now mm-hmm. right and we're looking at uh, going GA sometime last quarter this year right? okay. and that's when uh, we would launch launch in public
0: all right that's gonna be exciting yeah and you know with all this growth and what all that you're trying to achieve how do you keep your your personal life in balance um, what are some of th- what are some of the uh, I guess exercises or techniques that you use to ensure that you still have time for yourself and your family and friends or you know whatever else that you need to do to just decompress from the work side.
1: that's an interesting question. i i don't I don't think i've I've been able to crack that yet. I struggle with it a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, uh, so i I talked to a lot of founder friends, a lot of friends who you know have have had successful have built successful companies in the past and, you know, just try to learn from them. And what I consciously now try to do is compartmentalize my attention. Uh, You know, uh, I I try to find time in the evening where I just don't work. I close my laptop and just don't look at uh, anything, but just give time to my family, to my wife, to my kid, and, you know, just be with them. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I, 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 consciously trying to set up a routine where i exercise regularly uh i do it but you know sometimes during my exercise period i'll have a call or something else will be bothering me and i'll skip it but now being you know uh you know one of the things that you've done between me and my co-founder is you've started holding each other accountable to all of these things right so uh, both of us talk one hour every day with no agenda nothing right no work talk uh, we have separate time for work but this is just no agenda looking into our personal lives and yeah. you know uh, how we're doing otherwise right and uh the thing that's worked is you know like like i said we've now started holding each other accountable on hey you know did you gym did you did you do meditation you know what did you do what are you watching you know why aren't you watching yeah. working all the time right so i think that helps helps a bit uh sundays i keep entirely for for family for myself uh i play on sundays right? That, that helps me decompress a lot. Yeah. But, you know, everything said and done, uh, you know, uh, entrepreneurship is, is, it's, it's very hard to switch off ever. Right. Uh, and that's, I guess, just a part of, part of the life and something that you've sort of grown up accepting too. Yeah. Right. So even if I'm not looking at my laptop, there's something constantly going in my head that, you oh, know, I yeah. cannot, you know yeah. stop processing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but but yeah i mean as much as it could you know exercising helps playing helps just mm-hmm. you know watching netflix helps yeah and all of that definitely. helps you become
0: no i mean thank you for sharing that and you know that that question wasn't to put you on the spot at all <laughs> i know that uh that's a question i asked just to just to kind of observe what you know each entrepreneur says because everyone has a different answer and like you said i don't think anyone's ever cracked that that answer to a T <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's like nothing ever is going to be perfect. I mean, like you said, um, there might be times where you have something scheduled and you might have a call or something that's urgent that needs to stop you from working out or whatever it may be. But I do love that, you know, you and your co-founder Rohan uh, Prabhu are keeping each other accountable, trying to, you know, just set time aside for each other. Um, make sure it's not always just, Work, work, work—that you're talking about, yeah. but also keeping, you know, a little lighter element to it all. And I'd love that you'd have like your fun days or your your Sunday and play days. So, I mean, that's amazing. That's, I mean, the most you can do at this moment, too, especially with a an up and coming company like yours. So, yeah. I feel like you're doing all that you
1: feel, can. yeah. I also feel it's it's important to be happy and enjoy this process. Of, yeah. You know, oftentimes, you know, uh, we forget that, you know, uh, it's. It's it's of course a thrill, a responsibility to run a company, but it is also a period where it's fun. It's fun yeah. to build something that in the end a lot of companies would use, right? Like before we started, Ron and I used to chat about this, and you know we used to ask ourselves, you know, hey, what is what is that one reason why you want to start start a company, right? A lot of time people think, hey, you want to make a, you know a lot of money at the end of it, but you know for us, coincidentally, surprisingly, for for both of us, it was. One same thing, it was, hey, can we build a software that a lot of people will benefit from? And that intrinsically gives us a lot of happiness, right? You yeah. build something that's, you know, made somebody else's life uh, better, right? So uh, oftentimes, it's also, you know, important to just stop yourself and reflect on this main goal, main reason why you started the company. That also makes makes me feel happy, right? Uh, yeah. You know, makes me reset my expectations my struggles uh, you know and and all the all the aspects associated with building a company
0: yeah definitely spoken like a true entrepreneur you know you you, you do what you love it's going to be something you're passionate about it's not really as much work to you and it it can still have its own fun in it so yeah, yeah that's crazy sure yes. Yeah, yeah yeah sure. <laughs> should and you know with all that said what are what are i guess what is to coming to the horizon, uh, what's on the horizon that you're looking forward to? For the company? Yes, for the company, yes. Yeah.
1: So. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so right now, you know, uh, we, we recently did a press release announcing our fund and, you know, we we did, you know, we wrote a blog, you know, out some content, put out a wait list and, you know, we, we excited we've gotten good interest uh, in the product and the problem that we're solving. So we've got a lot of interest on our wait list. Uh, right now, we're just you know, talking to a lot of companies, you know, spending hours just hearing their problems, uh, nothing else giving suggestions on how they can solve their problem. Right. And if they're interested, you know, we show them what we're doing and, you know, uh, get them to use it. So we're going to continue doing that for next three quarters uh, as, as well. We want to you know just work very closely with all the companies that are using Command K. Right. Uh, just just be like an extended team to them, right? While we build our product, we want to ensure that we solve their sensitive data management problem, right? Yeah. So uh, work is pretty much cut out for us, you know, just going to companies, talking to them, sitting with them and solving their problem Uh, and uh, along the way, strengthening our product as well.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. Oh man, that's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be a very, uh, it's going to be a nice touch, added touch to the company once once everything gets gets really out there in the public
1: well 100 i'm super excited
0: yeah that's awesome well sweet <laughs> we are running low on time um i do have two last questions for you uh the first one is uh do you have any other advice and tips for other uh, aspiring entrepreneurs out there that are either stuck or just trying to get their feet off the ground in terms of starting their own companies or even just formulating the ideas for it all
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd share a lesson more than an advice for people who are stuck is, you know, uh, oftentimes I've realized, you know, uh, with entrepreneurship, as much as with leadership as well, it just gets super lonely at times and, you know, it gets uh worse if you're stuck, if you don't see success around the corner, you know, the highs here are higher, but the lows are pretty damn low. Uh, I've I felt it's it's okay, it's good to be vulnerable. Just just open up to somebody, open up to your co-founder, open up to your mm-hmm. partner, open up to your best friend. You know, there's there's nothing wrong in, in doing that. Uh, Rohan and I have opened up several times. You know, we we just both of us know what's wrong, how low we can go, how happy we can be, what makes us happy, and you know, uh, to be very honest, you know, if 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 you are stuck, you know, if you just talk to your partner, talk to your co-founder, just opening up, you know, brings more thoughts, more ideas in your mind and helps you get get unstuck, right? Uh, and that's that's helped me a lot, right? Uh, uh, for a very long time, I used to keep everything to myself and I realized mm. that just doesn't work, right? Just, just open up, right? Just have heart-to-heart conversations with whoever you trust, Yeah. right? That's, that's, that's one thing I've learned and I've, you know, I think I'd continue for, for a long time with me. Uh, the other thing I've, I've really learned is just to be patient. Uh, things don't come easy. Things don't come quick, but things do come to you uh, if you're at it for long. So just, just be at it.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. I mean, yeah, making sure you talk and yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a big one. You don't want to keep everything, keep everything locked up. I've definitely done that before and that one's that one's very hard. Uh especially if you think that you're just carrying a boulder by yourself, you got to release some of that so you're not yeah. instead you're just carrying a rock in your pocket. That'd be that'd be better. But um, also uh patience, patience is that's a tough one. I feel like uh especially today we're all used to very instant results or just very quick results uh, especially with you know just the way technology gives us even our, our search results so quick. You um, just got to remember <laughs> that it, progress, it takes time. And yeah. I mean, yeah, thank you for sharing all of that. That's amazing. And uh, my last question was actually, um, could you close by letting the people know where they can find you and your company online and, and any other information that would be helpful?
1: Yeah, 100%. Our company is on commandk.dev. That's C-O-M-M-A-N-D-K dot dev dev uh same goes for our twitter handle it's command k dot command k dev uh, without a dot uh and you can find us on linkedin as well uh yeah we, we pretty much hang out a lot on twitter so if you want to talk to us just hit us up on uh twitter if you want to mail us if you want to know more about us it's hi hi
0: at command k dot dev all right well thank you so much for joining it's been a pleasure getting to know more about you jayesh and more about command k yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you, Dominique. Of course, of course. And for those of you who listen to another episode of Action and Ambition, this is JSH Sidwani. And Command K signing off with Dominic Linton. Until next time, y'all. Thanks for listening to Action and Ambition with your
1: host, Andrew Metal. Please leave a review and subscribe and go to andrewmetal.com for all the exclusive lessons, behind-the-scenes footage, and video content of the show. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube
0: at Action and Ambition. And we'll see you on the next episode.